0: And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is the boy Cassanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 4, Episode Number 12. And today's topic is Black Women's Reaction Towards the Behavior of the GOP Senator During Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson's Confirmation Hearings. You know what type of wine I am drinking, so ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! gents, once again this is your boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida on this awesome and international podcast Good Wine and Great Laughs season 4 episode number 12 and once again the topic is black women's reaction towards the behavior of GOP senators during Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson's confirmation hearing. And today is Saturday, March 26th, and the weather here in the city, beautiful, will be sunny, the highs of 78, and the lowest of 54 degrees, with the clear skies. And ladies and gents, before I jump right on the topic, I will let you know about the wine of the day here at Casa Casanova. And, ladies and gents, I found this California wine and from this brand called Apothic. It is a Merlot. According to the front label, it says Untamed and Unbound Merlot. It's a vintage of 2019. Style is a plush and jammy. Once again, it's from California. And according to the label in the back, it says Apothic. Inspired by the Apotheca, a mysterious place where some of the earliest wine was blended and stored. Apotheke wines offer a truly unique wine experience. Merlot. Legend says that Merlot grape was named after the little black bird that used its clever wit to steal fruit from the vines. Inspired by this story, our winemaker crafts our Apothec merlot with untamed notes of blackberry and vanilla and a plush velvety finish that soar at first sip so once again the upper alcohol percentage of this wine is 13.5 I had apotheca wine before but never had this merlot so let's see what this merlot is all about Okay, the fragrance of this wine is, is okay for, to me, and let's see how it tastes. Yes, ladies and gents, this wine has a full full body, of course the a Merlot. As soon as you can see you now the palate. It fills your whole mouth. It's a good Merlot, ladies and gents. I will definitely recommend this Merlot, and I definitely like. You are you guys already know. I will keep this bottle <laughs> once I finish. You know, it's going to take a while for me to finish this bottle because. I had a doctor appointment, and my doctor said I'm drinking too much wine. I said, there's no such a thing, doctor. There's too much wine. So now I'm restricted for about a month and a half to drink only one wine glass per day. But she didn't tell me <laughs> how big of the glass could I drink. <laughs> for those that know me, you know, I love some red wine. So, take my leg, but I'm to take my wine, ladies and But, okay, for health issues, no, your brother Casanova now for almost two months going to drink only one wine glass per day. So, I got to find out which meal. Now, probably it's going to be dinner after work that I have my nice Glass of wine, but that mine is not gonna be like the bar. I'm gonna fill that glass regular guys, all the way to the top <laughs> since that's the only thing I can drink, ladies and gentlemen, per day. So, okay, ladies and gentlemen, just like jump right on the topic. And as you know, I discussed about you now what the GOP was already doing, planning to do on beginning of this hearing but for those that have the opportunity to watch it was like crazy you know. so I found this wonderful two articles and the first one was published on Los Angeles Time and the article was written by Eric Johnson he's a staff writer and was published on the Los Angeles Times on March the 23rd at 11.12 a.m. so the article's topic is Heart hard to watch. For black women, Katanji Brown-Jackson, hearing feels all too familiar. And the article goes as, Jordantown University government professor Nadia Brown tossed out the syllabus Tuesday for her course on race, gender and American politics, and spent the class watching clips from Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson's Senate confirmation hearing. The session was a rare opportunity to showcase real-world events in the classroom. But it was also personal for Brown, one of many black women around the country who have seen their experiences startlingly reflected in Jackson's historic Supreme Court nomination, quote, This is just a masterclass in how black women have to be patient, have to be fully composed in responding to things that are meant for destruction, say Brown, chair of the Women's and Gender Studies Program of Georgetown, quote, These are kinds of attacks that black women get in their professional roles, unquote. For weeks, black women supporting Jackson's nomination awaited her confirmation hearing with a mix of excitement and dread, eager to see history being made, but concerned her critics would play into racist and sexist tropes. Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee seemed aware of that Monday, take pains to insist in their opening statements that scrutinizing Jackson's record was not the same as attacking the first black woman ever picked for the high court but on the third day of jackson's hearing many black female lawyers and school scholars say some of their fears had been realized republicans they say were engaging in a series of political stunts and character attacks jackson and the democratic senators on the panel said they would have to spend much of the time defending her against unfounded or misleading claims that she supported the teaching of critical race theory in schools, that she's soft on crime, and that she is sympathetic to sex offenders. Quote If you haven't seen this effort by some of the senators to smear, smear her, and it's hard to watch, say Fatima Goss. Graves, president of the National Women's Law Center. Quote I imagine that women in particular around the country were watching these are frustrated. Graves, who watches Tuesday proceedings from inside the hearing room, points to a moment during Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz, aka Cancun Ted often provocative questions about race. Quote, I imagine how I would fare, probably not as well as she in this situation, Graves said. Referring to a children's book that aims to teach young people about racism, Cruz asked Jackson whether she believes babies are racist. A somber faced Jackson paused for several seconds, exhaled deeply and appeared to reflect carefully before responding. It was a sign that resonated with many viewers. The sight, the pause, the double blink, and the angle of the head. Volumes spoken before giving the answer. Tweeted Sherilyn Wiffel, a civil rights lawyer and former head of the NAACP Legal Defense Fund we understand several republicans on the committee including cruz and senator josh Hawley of missouri dedicated large portions of their questioning to jackson's record in cases involving sex offenders a question that she had asked during a trial 2012 US Sentencing Commission hearing about the motivations of people who view child pornography was falsely portrayed by both senators as representing Jackson's personal views. I found that a pretty remarkable argument, that people in possession of child pornography are not actually interested in child porn. Cruz said Tuesday, after reading a longer version of her comments of a red poster board, "Do you agree with that sentiment?" "Unquote." It looks as though I was asking for asking that of someone not taking that position. Jax replied. Hawley focused on the 2013 case of Wesley Hawkins, an 18 year old convicted of sharing images of child abuse online and with an undercover agent. Federal sentencing guidelines recommend a sentence of 92 to 121 months and prosecutor requested 24 months. Jackson, who said she was bound to abide by other factors too, sentenced him to three months in federal prison and seventy three months and supervised release. Alex Hog, an assistant professor of Brooklyn Law School, said she said the line of attack felt like it came right out of the court <laughs> Al playbook. Refer referencing that conspiracy theory that many celebrities and Democratic politicians are part of the international cabal of pedophiles. As a black woman who also served as a federal public defender, it is hard to watch because I can't divorce all the aspects of her identity from the way she's being treated by the Republican senators," Hogg said. Jackson's confirmation process is playing out in the midst of a rising political tr- tribalism and lingering bitterness over Je- Justice Brett M. Kavanaugh's Covenant- t- 2018 confirmation hearing, which was ruled well in the process by release of sexual assault allegation against him. The panel also became become a venue for those seeking higher officers to attempt to steal the spotlight, criticism Republicans leveled at Democrats during the Kavanaugh hearings and raised by Democrats this week against Republicans. Sherry Cashy, professor of law, civil rights and social justice in Jordantown School, say 2024 GOP presidential hopefuls were using the hearing to score rhetorical points with the party base I think that's unfortunately she said but that's more a reflection on them than aspirations of the kind of politics they engage in than on Jackson her race or gender. And ladies and gents, on that note, your boy Casanova is going to take a quick, quick break. And once I return, I'm coming to a second also article. And also I'll be discussing my final thoughts, my two cents about the shenanigans that was pulled up from the GOP senators. Your boy Casanova will come back shortly. gents, once again, this is a boy Casanova on the second and final block of this Outstanding Podcast episode on this beautiful Saturday. So, ladies and gents, let's jump right on this second uh, uh, article that I found. And this article was published on Time, and written by Mickey Kendall. And the article's topic is, What Black Women Saw at Katanji Brown Sex Confirmation Hearing. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson took a long pause. Senator Ted Cruz had just showed blown up images from Dr. Iburn X. Candy's anti-racist baby and asked her if she believed that babies were racist. Beyond the fact that he was twisting the ideas of a children's book intended to help kids understand the insidious role of racism in our society and try to link it to critical race theory, which is taught in law schools, he also clearly tried to score points. You could see her thinking about how to respond to the obvious provocation to show him the respect that he wasn't showing her. She then calmly explained that she didn't believe that any child should be made to feel racist or that they were victims or oppressors. The exchange was extraordinary in its circumstances. Jackson was that first black woman to appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee as a nominee to the Supreme Court. But to black women across the country, it was also familiar. An occasion that should have been a celebration of how far America has come since the end of slavery was instead a reminder of how far we have to go. Jackson is many ways a perfect Supreme Court candidate. She is well educated with a stellar record both as attorney and as a judge. There is nothing questionable in her personal life. No indication of any ethical flaws. In fact, Senator Lind Graham, on the her most aggressive questioners, voted to confirm her to her current seat on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Jackson has spent more time on the bench than Justice Amy Coney Barrett had when she was nominated and unlike Justice Clarison Thomas or Justice Brett Kavanaugh, she has never been accused of sexual harassment or assault. Both justices have denied the allegations. Yet, despite her impressive credentials, Jackson has faced an slot of microaggressions, outright falsehoods, and demands for irrelevant information both in the lead-up to and during her confirmation hearings. From Tucker Carlson's obsessions with her LSAT scores to Cruz's bizarre contentions that she should have to answer for the work of another black scholar simply because she serves on the board of trustees of the day school where his book starts the attacks have been your typical partisan fare. senator marshall blackburn for instance insisted the jacksons support of the 19, the 1619 Project means that she wants to teach children that America is a fundamentally racist country. Blackburn's arguments were particularly offensive as she positioned herself as a strict adherent to the Constitution despite her own inability to tell the difference between it and the Declaration of Independence. Meanwhile, other the senators repeatedly pressed Jackson on her sentencing of sex offenders, suggesting that these black women would be soft on crime and maybe even put children at, children at risk. It was maddening to watch, and yet I know that Jackson cannot express her frustration utterly. She is going to be expected to eat this indignity with a smile and never speak of it publicly after her confirmation. She knows, as does any black woman in America. That is, she's she gets upset, displays anger, or reacts with outrage, she'll be immediately labeled an angry black woman and her credentials and hard work will not matter. The hearings made plain that what so many of us already know, that even the politicians who are supposed to represent everyone have been conditioned to expect black women to be less than them. In this way, they are like. Many Americans they expect black women to work hard, but not to be too successful, or to acknowledge the obst- obstacles they are they have to overcome in their pursuit of success. It is an expectation that harkens back to mommy, the stere- mommy, or the stereotype of happily disenfranchised. Disfra- 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 oh my God! I can't say this word. Disenfranchised. Fra- ah, Jesus. Remix this black woman devoted to carry to for the family that enslaved her, no matter the personal cost, and to Jim Crow era etiquette, which prescribed the black people refrain from showing too much emotion in public as it might make white people uncomfortable and it is still present in workplace and school today. Black women in America society are effectively expected to fill two roles at work, the one they were hired to do, and another role of making their co-workers comfortable at their own expense. It is not enough to be educated, accomplished, and professional. To navigate in obstacles created by racist stereotypes, they must also hide their emotions. They cannot be too talented or assertive, lest they be perceived as a threat. Like Jackson, they are in a no-win situation and must simply persevere as she has. Politics will be held up as an excuse to atrocious behavior and display in these hearings. But one of the reasons so many Republican senators have turned to this toolbox of bigotry is that they know there will not be no consequences. Many of the constituents will laud this behavior, and even those who don't are likely to celebrate Jackson's strength and never consider what this hearing have caused her emotionally. There is a saying in the Amer- Black American community that we must work twice as hard to get half as far. Senator Cory, Cory Booker spoke to this idea in his emotional tribute to Jacksons when he told her, you got here for how every black woman in America who's gotten any, anywhere has done, by being like Ginger Rogers, saying, I did everything Fred Astaire did but backwards in heels. What we do not often say out loud is that for those of us who reach great heights, we have not only worked twice as hard, but we have also been hurt twice as much and probably more for Jackson to reach this place. She has had to weather a lifetime of this treatment and not let it stop her. Partisan pundits will continue to try to dehumanize her, scrutinize her <clears throat> every decision, despite having absolutely no idea what it feels like to walk this singular path to the highest core in the land as black woman. She's the first, she will, be not, be, she will not be the last, As And as with all trailblazers, her impact will see in the black girls and women who, too, will learn to share their feelings in private and present and calm, composed face in public. Booker told her, It is good to see you here. And it was. I just wish she were given the welcome she deserves. All right, ladies and gents, my two cents on this shenanigans i'm tell you i'm telling and i'm gonna tell you it's hard for us black people because everything that this country asks us to do to be part of the american dream black people doing you know we try to be gotta go this gotta do this and like i say you have to do this three or four times more than white and counterparts, than Asians and anybody else and it's still not good enough. I'm telling you right now, I wish she should say because I would know, but like I said, I would put these muffins on blast. First of all, Cancun tag. I know for sure, they were now, they were classmates and she knew if you look at it, don't believe me, just go back and do a search because Ted Cruz was one of the dumbest students and a big jackass wine class, so I know for sure his grades can even compare to how high her grades are, her intelligence, her composure, her understanding of the law is way way greater than Ted Cruz. But that jackass, because he got a pronounced show, show up and, and show that he's another candidate for president in 2024, but everybody knows that you know, Ted Cruz is a jackass, a lot of Republicans even don't like, he's behind. You know I mean? And then Todd Halley, too, now the senator from Missouri, that he appointed somebody in the Missouri court that was doing the same, a female judge that was doing way less as far as sentencing that Judge Jackson was doing, but he didn't say anything about it on her confirmation or A. As a matter of fact, he was supporting that female judge in Missouri. I'm so glad that, that um, the head of the um judicial committee senator dick <laughs> senator dick <laughs> he put him on blast he put senator Harley on blast and let her know it's interesting that you're saying all this here but for your candidate in missouri you did not say anything about her record that's way way less than george jackson's record so like i say ladies and gentlemen you gotta go to this for the last of our lives on this country because that is something you gotta do the best. You gotta be quiet. You okay, can't no, no, can't okay, what? No friend. White folks, you know, go back to that slavery mentality, you know. And like I say, as black people, you are all over, or you're sick and tired to be sick and tired of this nonsense. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And like I say, not crying over there. No, Amy Comey Barry has way less experience than she, the, the, the Judge Jackson has on the bench. They do not go to none of that. As a matter of fact, like I say, Kavanaugh was accused of sex abuse, and now he's the, the main senators cry all, all feel, feel sorry for him, you know. And Judge Jackson has none of that on her record, and still those jackasses, you know, come hard on her, you know. But no, like I say, I mean, Carmen, that's the one thing that I would say all the time: law of physics, and for every action, there's a reaction. You know, and karma is for real. What you do on this earth is going to come back right back to you. So let them go. They think they won. She's going to be confirmed regardless. Because the whole, they have all the votes. Plus, even though it was a tie, the Vice President Kamala Harris is going to vote for her. So it's a win. But I, I already know she's going to be nominated. But the problem is okay, that the process is unfair. You know, and I, I agree hundred percent. Senator Booker from New Jersey, kudos to that brother. He spoke awesome, awesomeness. He spoke eloquently, very, very, very great words on that matter. But like I can say, Sister Brown Jackson, you're gonna be all right. You know, just wait for a few more. The votes are coming, and you're going to get. You're going to be on that seat. Don't worry about it. Because the Lord is on your side, sister. No, don't stress yourself out. Put all these, because the Lord is watching everything. There's nothing new under the sun, ladies and gents. And one day, you are going to be held accountable for what, how we lived and what we did on this earth. And ladies and gents, on that note, I would like to thank all of you people listening to this awesome international podcast. Please keep a share with all your family and friends. Good wine and Great laughs. Podcast has come all the way from the bottom and move straight to the top, aiming to be the number one spot. Please feel free to visit my website, goodwinegreatlives.wordpress.com. Leave a comment as well. You can go to my Facebook page, Good One and Great by Castan of the Comedian. And on my Instagram page, Castan of the Comedian, you will see the pictures of the one of the day, like I always say every Saturday. So, once again, this is your boy Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be best. Let's get out of here and I see you next Saturday. Enjoy your weekend, ladies and gents. For the number one stop, Pushing my foot, Like a push out on the block Holding my tail Sucker up get loose. Coming from the bottom Moving straight to the club Coming with the pull up For the number one spot Pushing my foot, Like the push out on the block Holding my tail Sucker up get lost